Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Journey with Josina. I'm your podcast host, Josina, and today's episode is really exciting and really um, something that I've been wanting, someone that I've been wanting to have on for quite some time. I do have a co-host today, um, which is psychologist Pati Cantu. She has been an amazing support system to me throughout my journey. Me and Patti, um, well, I have been seeing Patti and I've been a client of hers for on and off for about a year. So she's been super supportive. Um, but before we jump into like how we met and everything, I want to turn it over to Patti so that she can give us an introduction, like introduce yourself to the audience and who you are. Thank you for having me. And yes, the hiccups are part of, part of the technology, right? So mm-hmm. yes. yeah. Um, but yes, uh, I'm very, very uh, thankful to be here to, to share this moment with you. And well, like you said, I'm a psychologist. Um, my The branch I work under is cognitive behavioral therapy. But more specifically, um, in I, I did this master's in Spain that's called uh, psychotherapy of the emotional wellness. So I'm more focused on, on emotional wellness all, all throughout using... Um, the new the new quote unquote psychologies which is positive psychology mindfulness and all of that so that's a little bit about me as a psychologist i don't know if there's anything else i should share about myself um well let me ask you this because i did find you on social media and i found you through a wellness group and it was a laredo wellness group so are you from laredo i know you've mentioned that you lived there for a little bit I actually have never lived there, but I was born oh. there and all my family is from there. So I go oh, there okay. at least once a month. <laughs> okay. And that explains like, I think um, the mutual friends are like the mutual groups that we were following. Um, and I know that you on social media, you do post content, um, which that that's, I mean, that's how I found you. And it's really amazing. Like you said, you focus on wellness and it's honestly, if you go to your page, it's very positive. So if you guys have not yet followed Patti, you definitely should. I share you a lot and I, I do mention you quite often to my friends and family because again, you've been a very helpful support system throughout my journey. Um, and so, and that's how, that's why I was asking. I, I didn't know if you like lived there, but I know um, you mentioned that you had some connection to Laredo. So that's why I was asking. Yeah. Oh, okay. yes, yes. No, I love Laredo. <laughs> awesome. So, and then we do virtual, um, we do virtual um, meetings. So obviously we haven't met in person, but we have built like a, a relationship through, you know, on like online and we stay connected that way. So that's why I definitely, um, share your content and because I feel like it was helpful to me even way before I became a client I I really loved like your morning journal prompts that really did help me like journaling and I know that you do post like journal prompts and you just post a lot of helpful tips that kind of helped me either in my journey of being like mindful and like caring for myself and my caring for like my well-being the way that I felt you know yeah oh that that's good to hear i'm glad that's the whole point of um my platform and social media (laughs) i love it so yeah if you guys don't follow her she's on tiktok and instagram um 
And how can they find you, Patti? What are your social media name handles? My, it, it's the same for TikTok and Instagram. Um, it's Patti Cantu, so like like the singer. <laughs> Patti Cantu yes. dot, dot sick, as in psicóloga in, mm-hmm. in Spanish, so P-S-I-C. And, and yeah, I'm mostly on Instagram, so I, I I've actually haven't been on TikTok in a while. I should go back oh, on TikTok okay. now that you mention it. <laughs> Yeah, we. I love your TikToks. <laughs> That's why I bring it up. Um, and you're real. So yes, I like just following your page. I, I share. So if you guys um, really are in that journey of like just trying to be in a better mental space and just try to take care of yourself, you do mention that a lot. And I also wanted to talk about like the little things that you have taught me and kind of helped me, um, which mm-hmm. is like being gentle with myself. So um, I guess let's talk about like the the importance of doing that taking care of like our emotions and our feelings and and why it's important and i know i do it just to you know in a overall be in a better mood um i'm very i don't know i'm in tune with my feelings and so you know like you know taking care of myself all in all and doing the little things you know because there's a lot of things that we can do to kind of take care of ourselves you know to to align our emotions or kind of check in with ourselves you know you've told me mm-hmm. that a lot take a moment for you and see what it is that you need yes yes definitely because in the end like emotions aren't there just for fun <laughs> they're they're there to like send a message and let you know of something of, of like what's going on in inside and how that is affecting you so yeah it's it's really important to have like mental check-ins once in a while to see what's going on with you and see how how you're experiencing things yes and i know that um i learned this from you throughout a workshop you hosted a workshop maybe a year ago um and Mm -hmm. and it really did help me you talked about emotions and you talked about how to detect your feelings all that was very new to me i never really did that for myself can you talk a little bit about like you know like the good feelings and then the bad feelings and like how you said like they're signals to kind of navigate us right yeah of course so it's very important like the the basic of uh, the basic point or like the starting point of um, understanding emotions is understanding that there aren't um like per se good or bad emotions there are emotions that are Um, unpleasant or their emotions that are pleasant to feel like for example we've been taught that anger or sadness is a bad emotion and that we shouldn't feel it but in the in reality it's not that it's bad it's actually it's just very unpleasant to feel and that's also why we want to get rid of the emotion as fast as we can and that's why we either try to avoid it or we explode with it or something happens that mm-hmm. we don't channel it uh, accordingly so in, in there's a, obviously there's a lot of emotions one can google the wheel of emotions and you'll see um it's like actually a really good tool and you'll see all the different types of emotion and like it branching out but the ones that i base myself on are like the the main ones per se the primary emotions are and they're really they're really well known because i don't know if people here have seen the movie inside out but it's basically anger happiness sadness disgust mm-hmm. and um fear those are the the main emotions and many of these are actually there's actually one of these emotions that is considered a good emotion which is happiness but in reality like i said it's more of a do they help me or are they affecting me in the way that i am using them 
So yep. each emotion, and, and let me let me know because I love this this subject. So let me know if I'm rambling on, and, and feel free. No, to I love it. No, me. I love it. No, keep going. <laughs> yeah, you're good. Okay, okay. So with with the emotions, I I so let's let's start from like the biological aspect of the emotion. What is an emotion? It's basically a, an anemic reaction to a stimulus that we're we're experimenting. So first, the emotion goes into our body through our different senses. Let that be sight, smell, touch, taste, hearing, all of those. And in our brain, the connections start forming, and that generates a thought. And it generates something that we're feeling. So imagine like an electrical charge, and that charge is then, um, like it, it shoots throughout your whole body, and that's where we start feeling. For example, yeah. and then there's also there's also every emotion we feel it in a different place. Mm-hmm. There are actually theories that say that. Um, gen- like globally or in a generalized way, every human being feels the emotion in the same place. But I prefer allowing people to see where and to identify where they feel their emotion. So, for example, anger, I feel it in my hands and in in the global aspect of this. Like most people feel anger in their hands or in their fists, and but some people have told me that they feel it in their stomach. So mm-hmm. that. Th- Connecting mind and emotion—it's a very, very important part in learning to identify what we're feeling. Because sometimes we may also mix emotions. So once you're connected with this is how I feel anger, this is how I feel happiness, you're able to identify it quicker, and that way do something that is more, um, like more specific. To helping that em- resolve that emotion or channel that emotion, so yeah. that's the whole mind emotion part. But then also learning that the effect, like the energy I mentioned, that shoots throughout your body, that effect only lasts ninety seconds, and it's really shocking because people are like, "No, it doesn't. I feel it the whole day. Like I'm sad the whole day." Mm-hmm. But obviously, I mean, there is not considering the disorders that that people may may be diagnosed with, but usually the effects of the emo- of an emotion last only ninety seconds. If it lasts more than that, it means that we are unconsciously or consciously bringing back the emotion. Let's say by ruminating thoughts or by putting ourselves in the position where we have to live through what triggered the emotion again, and. And that, in a way, like learning that emotions only last ninety seconds. In a way, for me, it's comforting because I can now learn that okay, this is only gonna be for a moment. It's not gonna last more than that. And when I cool myself down, then I can act and listen to what the emotion has to say. I love that. I love that you mentioned that because, I, and I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's acknowledging it because I feel like if you continue to avoid it, it's not gonna leave the body because you're not. Either acknowledging, for for example, like the last time I was feeling a little bit anxious, and mm-hmm. I was thinking to myself, like, okay, well, what about we do? And I feel like you always ask me, like, what are you feeling right now? And mm-hmm. I started to answer myself, okay, what am I feeling right now? And I started feeling like my heartbeat was like kind of racing, and it was all because I was like thinking. Thinking ahead of a, an event that hadn't even happened, I was just overthinking and basically bringing myself. Through like an anxious moment when, when I sat myself down and asked myself like, why am I feeling like this? It's, it's 
what and then you you know like I asked myself like what's the worst that can happen you know like no va a pasar nada you know like you know so I started mm-hmm. just talking to myself and trying to like figure out where I'm feeling like anxious why I was being anxious so because I took the moment to pause and like check in with my current like uncomfortable feelings I was able mm-hmm. like as soon as because I was kind of like freaking out for a meeting and then as soon as I went into the meeting the meeting went super good really nothing that I had to worry about and I was kind of like proud of myself because I was like okay I was able to calm myself down like because mm-hmm. I was sorry it's it was a thought and then it started I started feeling it in my heart like it started getting physical because I wasn't allowing myself to just like you said bring yourself back to, like ground myself you know mm-hmm. I'm breathing nothing's really dangerous had nothing's happening you know like there's nothing to really worry about but I guess I allowed myself to get like very anxious and then like you said like checking in with myself and and acknowledging what I was feeling kind of like trying to figure it out I was able to to kind of know that it was it was just like in my head yeah of course and I and I mean it emotions are very very powerful so they may just be an electrical discharge in our body but they're very very overpowering so acknowledging that as well like okay it's okay i'm feeling this anxiousness i'm feeling like my heart is going to burst out of my chest but where am i where are my feet how how is it feeling what do i smell that grounding technique i i really like it a lot because it connects again the body in the state Uh, like in the body in the state that it's in so it's like it brings you back to the moment that you're in like before the meeting outside the meeting room or and not not allowing your mind to transport your body into a place that it's not like you said like you're not in mm-hmm. danger and and what you're saying with with that is is exactly what I what I'm trying to get at with the with like listening to what your your emotion is telling you like what message is it bringing to you so in that moment with what i'm understanding that you experienced you were experiencing this sense of anxiousness because of this fear of okay i'm in danger or my integrity is in danger maybe not physically in danger mm-hmm. but my integrity is in danger so learning that and being aware of that you were able to let yourself know that you're not in danger that it like you're here you're present you're breathing yes your heart is accelerating but you're okay and that is a form of self regulation yes yes excellent <laughs> and then yeah and then i wanted to also talk about like how there's been times where like i won't pay attention to my feelings because i am just like in survival mode i feel like a lot of maybe just throughout conversation with my friends and family like especially commonly with more more than so women um we have like so much to do and you we really don't take the time to take care of ourselves whether it's like our mind like just journaling or reading or maybe taking a moment to just sit in silence or you know just to because i know you've told me like you don't have to do you can just be it's mm-hmm. a big difference with just sitting and 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 enjoying your yourself your company without you needing to do because i feel like you know especially if you work and and you have kids and you're going to school and you have a job you're constantly doing and it's it's important to also take the time to just be um exactly yeah you've taught me that a lot so i i appreciate you for that
No, that's great. I'm I'm glad that it's helping you, and and I'm glad that you're able to share that with a lot of people as well. Because I do feel, and like you mentioned, like women and working women are and women in general. Like I'm not gonna specify people、mm-hmm. in general are are not allowed to disconnect from roles. So like if you're a, a person that works, you're always a person that works, and you have to be on call per se, twenty four seven. And if you're a mom, you have to be a mom twenty four seven, and you can let yourself. Be just in this case, just be Josina, just be Patty, and allow to follow what you want. So, an- another thing, I-, I I don't know if you remember, like I've I've asked you that. So, when you're feeling an emotion, what do you need right now? So, is、yes. it a hug? Is it is it like、mm-hmm. going out for a walk? Is it slowing down your breathing, or is it eating just a piece of chocolate, like、yes. or just sitting down? Yes, because we all we all have a different way of like enjoying enjoying、mm-hmm. ourselves. Whether it's like doing, I know that people have said like I like to do my makeup or I like to just like you said like go for a walk. And you've even mentioned that you like to take care of your plants and like、yeah. we all have something <laughs> that we need and that make that makes us feel good. That make that brings some sort of like comfort and peace and. You know, like, and I love that. I even wrote that down because you have, you always ask me that. What do you need right now to feel better? And it's always something different, right? Because we always have、yeah. different feelings. So I, that's something that I literally ask myself because I feel like I like the external reassurance or validation. And like I have learned that whatever you expect people to give to you, you have to give to yourself. So sometimes I'll go to the mirror and I'll ask myself, like, what do you need right now? And really and truly, like sometimes it will be, you know, the company of others. Sometimes it'll be a coffee. Sometimes it'll be crying. And、mm-hmm. like you said, these emotions don't last that long. So it's good that you mentioned that. I I love that you said that it doesn't last long. It's like the the ninety second where you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's <laughs> so yeah, like because you said there's、uh, there's feelings that are uncomfortable and that are not pleasant. You know, like to feel hurt, to be to feel a little bit of scared, a little bit anger.、Um, like、mm-hmm. you said, these are just feelings, but it's also telling us maybe also telling us something about ourselves that we need to know. Maybe like when to set those boundaries,、mm-hmm. right? Like it it teaches us those things. It's important to ask yourself so many questions. It, yes, definitely. Yeah. 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 <laughs> also, I wanted to ask you to you what is it? What does it mean to be an empath? Because I know, like, I've done. There's a lot of you know, posts.、Mm-hmm. There's a lot of. I've heard it a lot, so I wanted to ask you. Yeah, it's very, very in right now to say that to or to be an empath or to recognize that one is an empath. Well, what I what I understand of being an empath is some people define it as being more empathetic than others, or、mm-hmm. someone that is very very sensitive or very yeah like sensitive like that that you're、mm-hmm. you get others' emotion a lot easier or a lot with yeah I don't know that you connect with somebody they, else's emotion yes、uh-huh. yeah yeah that, yeah, that and, I can I can I I've heard that as well. And so,、mm-hmm. and I feel like that—that that I can be like that sometimes. Do you? Do you feel like you're an empath or no? I feel like I'm an I'm a like the top tier of empaths. Ah,、like, uh. really? Yeah. Um, I I do feel it. I mean, there's a lot of theories that explain why people develop like this empath characteristics. 
Mm-hmm. Um, some people may be an empath because they learn to be hyper aware of their surroundings. Some people may be an empath because their essence or their temperament is one of connecting others with connecting with others. Or some people are empaths because of their life story, so they connect with others' emotions. So there are many reasons as to why one may be an empath. But the the gotcha. thing with empaths is that um, it, they absorb. a lot of other emotions and sometimes they forget like this is not my emotion this is somebody else's emotion therefore it's not my responsibility either not i mean to feel it nor to do something about it unless the other person asks for help and then i have to decide how involved i can get yeah i love that you mentioned that because i think it's a beautiful thing to to like for for me i i do also like relate myself to an empath because i can easily connect with people and i can also feel when they're in pain i also like feel their pain because i just mm-hmm. i just want like i connect with them so i think it's a it's a good it's a beautiful thing to have but it's also like you said like it i feel because you're very in tune with your emotions it's also like you said we need to be aware to not always feel like we have to rescue someone or know mm-hmm. that we can be a tool support to them but we're you know like it's not we're not going to save everyone or in a sense we can't always you know carry mm-hmm. everybody else's emotions because it can be a little bit draining sometimes you know mhm yeah 100% no it's definitely draining it's because so let, let's put the, let's put things into context like you are dealing with your own things and you're dealing with your own responsibilities let that be being a mom being a being a worker doing everything like you have your own things to deal with so it's okay for people to reach out and it's okay for you to be a support system but you have to know what type of support system you can be in that moment because imagine it's the whole um airplane put your mask on first before you help others analogy so mm-hmm. if you're not okay how do you expect to help others be okay yeah that's very true it's it yes i sometimes and you, i know that you've also mentioned cuz we're social beings you know so it's okay to mm-hmm. like lean on others for support mm-hmm. and but it's not always it depends cuz like you said the support can come in so many different ways you know like um mm-hmm. but knowing when you can when you're when you your cup is full it's it's able to overflow and you're able to kind of you know overflow to others but mm-hmm. if it's you know it's no it's knowing when your cup is empty so that way you're you know cuz it's important yeah. to take care of ourselves you know of course of course and like you mentioned like we are social beings and actually one of the the first bit if not the first if i remember correctly um blocks in the pyramid of maslow which is the pyramid the hierarchy hierarchy <laughs> of needs is mm-hmm. the social connection or like the the social belonging so we are social beings and we do need mm-hmm. support and we do need to be part of of a community of a society mm-hmm. so it is okay to lean on others but it's not okay to expect others to yes. solve the things that we're going through for us so like we have Agreed. to be accountable and we have to be responsible of ourselves but it doesn't mean we have to go through it alone yeah i agree it's that ex- like letting go of the expectation that that anything or anyone can save you i think it's important to know that we're going to have highs and lows right it's just 
knowing mm-hmm. that those lows don't have to we don't have to go through them alone i know i you know thankfully have take it's taken me time to allow myself to to be vulnerable with my friends with my like you said with my community but it's because mm-hmm. impo- i also had to realize like it i'm going to have it's up and lows and it's okay like you mentioned you know to to feel sad or to feel worried but it's it's not going to last forever so it's important mm-hmm. to still have like those those friends and family that you can reach out to and that they can be there for you without that judgment too you know because it's important mm-hmm. i feel like it's important or it just takes time to find certain people cuz maybe not everybody is a, is a therapist i mean that's the reason why i come to you because i can't expect like you know i have a couple friends and family but i also like that's why i i do take the time to 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 have a conversation with you and to even mm-hmm. have this like session for myself because essentially like you've studied all this and you give, you can give me tools and you as well as you don't get it's like when i talk to my sister that's my family it can get she can feel more of my emotions and yeah when it comes to like a a a relationship like a psychologist or a therapist i feel like because you practice it it's a, a bit easier for you to kind of like okay separate you know like like you said mm-hmm. because you're an empath but it's i don't know am i what do you think about that like those relationships I I do think that the a therapist client or therapist patient relationship is a very special one because it there has to be a, a connection with the person in order for yes. one to feel open to to sharing you know your deep darkest secrets right and your deep darkest yes. feelings so yes. it is very important to have that but it's also a great relationship because it is a moment just for you and like and it's mm-hmm. a, like it's a moment where you're talking uh with somebody that like you like you mentioned that is experienced that has this knowledge this knowledge and and is prepared just to help you go through mm-hmm. that and distance themselves from the situation not in the mm-hmm. sense of like oh i don't care like if we finish session yeah. I don't care about you anymore no but in the sense of like okay oh how you're seeing you're seeing not happy notice that this is happening then you're doing this and instead of like maybe your sister that would be like yes no screw that person <laughs> you know yeah. people yeah. can then be very like emotional with you as well so yes. i think it's a very impartial very like cold in a way um relationship but not in in like it's not it's cold with the person but it's like it's cold to the problem like i, I yes. can tell you what i see from an unbiased perspective yes it it does bring a different <clears throat> a different level because again you don't even we you haven't known me my whole life so you're getting a perspective of like what we're talking about and you can already sense my emotions i mean you guys like and i say you guys as in because i've had a previous therapist you also study like the body language or maybe how i'm talking so you ask questions and it brings out something so it's a, it is a very different relationship um that i highly encourage i know that i um i'm a very like a uh, support system and I have support system we can lean on each other all day long and I I'm, I'm always here for you but then there's some things <clears throat> that I feel like are maybe not out of my control but I feel like it would benefit for for because I can see that it's helped me and I feel like the work just takes time like it's for you to go to mm-hmm. therapy it's not doesn't mean it's going to your problems are going to be fixed it just means you're going to get to know yourself a little bit more and how to like you said either self regulate or give yourself the love or take care of yourself in a little in 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 a better way. Yes, exactly. Exactly. 
I love it. And I also wanted to ask you, what is like a quote or a saying or something that you live by? Something that kind of that you like that kind of gets you through either the day or something that you'd like to see? Well, I don't know if it's a quote, but it's more of the idea of being, and it's going to sound very cliche in a way, but it's like the idea of being kind to myself and not not being necessarily severe. Like if I'm going through something, it's okay. Like if I feel sad, it's okay to be sad. If I feel mad, it's okay to be mad. If I want to be alone, it's okay for me to want to be alone. So Mm -hmm. being uh, compassionate with myself and and starting from there, then I can, uh, with that, I can be compassionate with others as well. And I think this, this compassion is something that can really change people's interactions so that we understand that people may be acting from a from a place where they're hurting and mm-hmm. that I sometimes act from a place where I'm hurting as well and it's okay to have made a mistake but it's also like okay like I can make myself accountable so in Spanish and I and I I probably I've told you in the session before and I know a lot of people who come with me I even make it a point in like of being funny about it I always say like se vale like se vale estar triste se vale sentir se vale. eso se vale <laughs> yeah. so like I'm always saying that because it is it's okay to feel that way it's okay to do that thing just as long as you know you're not hurting yourself or others with that yes I love that I even had that in my notes because I know like I told you I don't have like a script or anything I just kind of wanted to bring it to my audience have a conversation um, and just chit chat about how my journey has been and how you've helped me and the first thing was literally gentle with myself because I wanted Mm to write down things that I've learned um, while working with you alongside with you and that was one of the main things is to be gentle with myself um, so I I appreciate you for that and um, we're going to wrap it up but if you guys want to hear more and know more about Bati definitely definitely check out her Instagram reach out through her through the DM she responds she's so sweet um, and she even has a lot of content that you guys can go and look through to help yourself right now um, I know that a lot of people have asked me like how do I start therapy just ask questions you know you can definitely reach out mm-hmm. to me reach out to Patti um, and you can I know you have like a link to your to your yes. profile right so mm-hmm. um, definitely reach out to her I'm gonna leave the link here in um, in the show notes but you can definitely reach out to me and I'm always posting and sharing her her content so check her out you guys and thank you so much Patti for being here and having this conversation with me I appreciate you and I and thank you for everything that you've done for me everything um from a year ago uh, when I did your workshop I had just uh become a single mom and I moved to San Antonio so I want to say that for anybody who is looking to start therapy there's never really a perfect time you deserve to to start having conversations like this and take care of yourself so um so be gentle with yourself and I hope you guys have a really good rest of your week. Yes. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Josina, for having me here and for having this platform to talk about mental health. No, thank you so much. I appreciate you. We'll be talking soon. Of course. Un abrazo. Bye. 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 Bye.